What's up, guys? It's Brittany, and welcome to One Hot Mess. Okay, guys, so today we're going to be talking about the effects of social media on mental health. I am pretty sure that I talked a little bit on this subject before, but we're going to get into a little more detail. Okay, so social media is a technology with a lot of wonderful benefits. I mean, it allows people to share and connect, get news and information, and even meet new people. But there can be a downside too, especially for college-age young adults who have grown up in a world of screens. Social media use has been linked to depression, anxiety, and loneliness. And recent studies referenced by the Child Mind Institute and the National Center for Health Research suggest people who frequently use social media feel more depressed and less happy with their life than those who spend more time on non-screen related activities. So guys, let's learn how social media can negatively impact your mental health and how you or someone you know can use it in a healthier way. Social media apps and websites have the same kind of effect on the brain as playing a slot machine. Since you don't know the content that you will see until you open the app, the spontaneous results actually cause a feeling of reward by releasing dopamine. And more trouble can arise when you place too much emphasis on the interactions that you receive or that you do not receive on content you share. For instance, if you post a picture hoping to receive likes or comments and you don't get the feedback you desire, you may feel disappointed or invalidated. And you may also experience disappointment when comparing your posts to those of other people. And all of this can cause low self-esteem, distraction from other tasks, and even feelings of anxiety, or depression. And guess what? Filters are fun, but they are also fake. Filters. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay, so this is a big reason why I feel like social media can be both positive and negative. I mean, sure, silly filters can be great for a laugh, but the ability to easily whiten your teeth and airbrush body parts and hide imperfection, it can create false illusions. Even if you know posts are filtered and carefully selected, constantly seeing other picture-perfect 
highlight reels can make it feel impossible to live up to other people's lives. Try to see filters for what they are. A fun tool to make yourself look different online, but not something that's necessary to recreate. And then there's the good old FOMO. Well, not good. Because fear of missing out is another reason scrolling through social media is so exciting. When your friends and your classmates are using social media, you may worry about missing a message, inside joke, or just other information that connects you to your peers. However, constant checking and scrolling can have a detrimental effect on schoolwork and studying. The distraction can lead to procrastination, less retention of information, and higher levels of stress. You may also experience feelings of exclusion, loneliness, or anxiety when you see posts of others enjoying a good time. Having a whole digital world at your fingertips, it can put a damper on getting out and having real social connections and in-person interactions. Take opportunities to see friends in person rather than chatting behind a screen whenever possible. So, yes, okay, a university of Pennsylvania study suggests that using social media less than your typical amount can decrease loneliness and depression. And while it's probably unlikely that you or someone you know will quit social media entirely, after all, you know, there are some positives. It's important to be self-aware and recognize these warning signs. Like feeling increased anxiety or loneliness, depression, spending more time on social media than with friends and family, comparing yourself with others, or frequently feeling jealous, being trolled or cyberbullied online, engaging in risky behaviors or outrageous photos to gain likes and comments, noticing that your schoolwork and your relationships are suffering, deprioritizing self-care such as exercise, sleep, and mindfulness. So if you are experiencing any of these warning signs, please try to decrease your social media time. This might mean setting screen time limits or time restrictions for certain apps on your phone or allowing yourself or giving yourself designated hours for checking your accounts. And some even find that the occasional break or detox from social media can help them focus on their mental health and their relationships. Other things that can help you put social media to the side? Well, plan a small gathering. Take time to get out and exercise. Find a place to volunteer. Spend some face-to-face time with a good friend. Or if you know someone is having 
trouble distancing from unhealthy social media habits or continue to have feelings of anxiety or depression. Schedule time to talk with your healthcare provider or your campus health center professional. They can screen for depression and anxiety and recommend a treatment or course of action that is right for you. Okay, so now let's talk about some of the pros and cons of social media and mental health. So the use of social media, it significantly impacts mental health. It can enhance connection, increase self-esteem, and improve a sense of belonging. But it can also lead to tremendous stress, pressure to compare oneself to others, and increase sadness and isolation. Mindful use is essential to social media consumption. I mean, hell, social media has become integral to our daily routines. We interact with family members and friends, accept invitations to public events, and join online communities to meet people who share similar preferences using these platforms. Social media has opened a new avenue for social experiences since the early 2000s extending the possibilities for communication. And according to recent research, people spend 2.3 hours daily on social media. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, they have all become increasingly popular among youth in 2022. And one third think they spend too much time on these platforms. The considerable time people spend on social media worldwide has directed researchers' attention toward the potential benefits and risks. Research shows excessive use is mainly associated with lower psychological well-being However, findings also suggest that the quality rather than the quantity of social media use can determine whether the experience will enhance or deteriorate deteriorate the user's mental health. So we're going to explore the impact of social media use on mental health by providing comprehensive research perspectives and positive and negative effects at this moment, guys. Yeah, so social media can provide opportunities to enhance the mental health of users by facilitating social connection and peer support. And yes, online communities can provide a space for discussions regarding health conditions, adverse life events, or everyday challenges, which may decrease the sense of um, stigmatization and increase belongingness and perceived emotional support. 
mutual friendships, rewarding social interactions, and humor on social media also reduced stress during the COVID-19 pandemic. But on the other hand, several studies have pointed out the potentially detrimental effects of social media use on mental mental health. And concerns have been raised that social media may lead to body image dissatisfaction, increase the risk of addiction and cyberbullying involvement. Um, just affecting our mood in negative ways. Excessive use has increased loneliness, fear of missing out, and decreased subjective well-being and life satisfaction. So users at risk of social media addiction often report depressive symptoms and lower self-esteem. And overall, findings regarding the impact of social media on mental health pointed out some essential resources for psychological well-being through rewarding online social interactions. But there is a need to raise awareness about the possible risks associated with excessive use, which can, of course, First, affect mental health and everyday functioning in a negative way. There is neither a negative nor positive consensus regarding the effects of social media on people. However, by teaching people social media literacy, we can maximize their chances of having balanced, safe, and meaningful experiences on these platforms. So we encourage researchers to submit their research articles and contribute to a more differentiated overview of the impact of social media on mental health. BMC Psychology welcomes submissions to its new collection, which promises to present the latest findings in the emerging field of social media research. We see research papers using um, different methods and focusing on social media users' positive and negative aspects and it's believed that this collection will provide a more comprehensive picture of social media's positive and negative effects on users' mental health. Okay, so, yeah, basically social media can be a bitch, but it can be also enjoying at the same time, am I right? I mean, you just need to be mindful of your social media habits. Okay, so be more conscious and aware of our patterns. To start, ask yourself, what is your pattern of social media use? Like, do you wake up and immediately start scrolling? Or do you do it in breakfast or before bed? And how much time do you spend daily on social media? 
How do you use social media? Do you use it to see what other people are doing? Or do you use it to communicate and stay connected with others? Do you tend to feel better or worse when utilizing social media? Like, does it lower your self-esteem? Or do you feel better after being on social media? And once we know our patterns and the emotions involved in our social media use, we can then be more proactive on ways to counteract the negative effects of social media. And know when it's time to stop scrolling. Because a lot of our social media use is compulsive. I mean, after all, these networks are designed to keep us engaged as long as possible. Therefore, it's important to be aware of the addictive potential of social media sites. And use social media to connect with people who inspire you, who share similar interests and provide a sense of belonging right? You don't want to be um, talking to people or associating yourself with the negative assholes out there. And because of our, or because our use of social media becomes habitual, we often forget that we can control what shows up in our feed. If certain people's posts make you feel negative about yourself in any way, guess what? It's totally fine to hit the unfollow button. Social media can influence our mood and our anxiety levels and self-esteem. So taking a few moments to eliminate toxic accounts, it can be a very simple yet empowering thing that we can do for ourselves. Social media and body image are often interlinked and can have an adverse effect on mental health. I mean, today, social media is a part of our culture and daily lives. So taking steps to be proactive and mindful of how we use it and the way it makes us feel is crucial to avoid the negative effects that it can have. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So setting limits with the amount of time we spend and taking control of what we see on our feed can ultimately improve our mental health and well-being. So also, counselors, therapists, mental health professionals, and psychiatrists are increasingly focusing on social media's impact on our mental health. And one of the best ways to get ahead of this trend is by earning an online degree in psychology, which can effectively prepare you to confront the psychological needs of a rapidly changing technological landscape. And guess what? In only 16 months, King University Online can help you earn your degree through its flexible, affordable program of courses available year-round. 
or, you know, you do not have to become a psychologist, of course, you could maybe speak to one if you're having some serious issues with your mental health because of social media. And if you're struggling with it, please reach out to someone, guys, whether it's a family member, a friend, doctor, me, you know. Remember, I do have an email address for this podcast, onehotmess0 at yahoo.com. I would love to have some emails from you guys just telling me whatever the hell you want to tell me. Share any kind of story you want to. Tell me a joke. Make me cry. I don't care. Talk to me, guys, okay? (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening, y'all. If you have not hit that follow button yet, please make sure to do that. And I hope you all have a beautiful, lovely, amazing day. And I'll talk to you guys next time.